Dancer. It's back with its highly anticipated sixth season, and fans can expect some big changes. But the big question many are asking, are you ready for the year 2000? It's ABC. ABC. Bonus. No, it's not ABC. It's always be charting. Always be charting. ABC. Like that. Always be charting. ABC. Always be charting. Oh, I like that. Yeah. DBP. Dan and Bray presents. That is the podcast that we're doing. Dan and Bray presents. And this is the. Board Bills Bonus Bills episode, the the follow-up to the Board Bills, yeah. where on that show we listen to the number one hits of the year, the number one hits on the Billboard charts. Hot 100, which, on the Hot 100. Hot 100, <sighs> which um, encompasses all genres except for when one genre is dominating <laughs> the charts. Right. Uh, and so this show, the bonus Bills show, is where we look to other charts in other genres to see what was happening at the time to give you, the listener, who may or may not have been there in 2004, the, the greatest possible look at the lo- musical landscape. Uh, so you can set yourself back in that mindset or imagine what that would have been like. <laughs> Cause that's right. That's how it works. Uh, I'm presenter Brandon, uh, f- ready to get into these bonus charts for 2004. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, presenter number one. Thank you, our leader. Uh, I feel like we don't say that enough these days. He is our leader. Um, if the aliens come, you know who I'm pointing to. Bring us to <laughs> our leader. Yeah, this yeah, guy. This guy's who you want. He's who you want. Talk to this guy over here. Um, Brandon said somebody, people listening, like may not have been there in 2004. So if you're one of our very much younger listeners, maybe you weren't born yet in 04, that generation, I'm making assumptions, feel like typically not really uh, much of a podcast generation. Welcome to podcasts. I mean, (laughs) if they were born... If they were born in 2004, you know, they're 19, so, like, could could, could be possible. Nah, man, it's like a TikTok thing. It's it's Snapchat, doing podcasts. YouTube. They're out there. Other apps we don't even know about because we're not cool. Mm-hmm. We're old. We're old heads. Um, But I am presenter number two, presenter Danny. Love the bonus bills. Love the bonus billboard chart where the board bills... A lot of other personas are going to come up in this show, covering the different charts, uh, yeah. different genres. Um, happy to talk about it. Love doing the research for this show. Dan. There's a good amount of discovery, but then a good amount of nostalgia, a good amount of, oh, yeah, I remember this one. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, this is the like episode we get to 
getter Eddie Murphy on, you know, playing multiple characters in one <laughs> setting. True. Um, True. Love that. Or our Mike Myers. Or our Mike Myers or Maybe, Tilda Swinton be a little, nowadays, right? Mike Myers may, might be a little better at it. Is that a hot take? Oh, Mike Myers. Oh, do you think he has more diversity in his characters? He's better at playing. No, actually, it's not fair. I don't know. Eddie he's Murphy, doing a lot of Scottish just in, accents. Eddie Murphy's just in terrible movies where he tries to do that. I, right. I think Eddie's yeah. better at like doing it as a group. I think Myers is better at like creating like a like a character and just like memorable a, like, a, like a character right, memorable right? persona and completely immersing himself in I like it. that right yeah. I agree I agree with that yeah that's it they're the only two to ever do it no one's ever done <laughs> no one else, no no other actors have ever tried it. Tilda, Tilda Swinton I said it's, that it's before Eddie Tilda Swinton is is the, yeah, she is the now she is the Eddie Murphy the Mike Myers <laughs> yeah. of her day imagine Tilda Swinton's nutty professor That'd Directed be great. by Luca Guadagnino. That would be amazing. <laughs> that's what we need. That, that's some, see, that's like a reboot I would be into. That would be... I'm sick of this other shit they're doing. Oh, cut, actually, I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> actually, underrated Martin Lawrence. Very oh, good. Oh, right. Of course, Martin. Very He's good. doing all these different yeah. characters. He's Martin, in, Big Mama's House. I was also. watching Martin at the uh, hotel. Actually, no. Martin's... Actually, that's, that's not what happens at Big Mama's House. That's he just goes undercover. He's undercover he's multiple, as a character. Multiple character. In my head, I was thinking multiple characters for a second. <laughs> no, Martin though, but he's great. Yeah, I, I was watching an episode of Martin at the hotel on the TV, and I was still laughing. Like that Shanae stuff is still hilarious. Like he's he's good. very he's funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, holds up, I think. And then um, I'm presenter three though, and. Bonus bills, where we uh, get to ask the question to the audience. Would you bone us? <laughs> Just kidding. It's not like a horny show or anything like that. It's music. Um, ma- mainly like very commercial music that is non-sexual. And sometimes the music is horny. Sometimes sometimes it is, horny. but it's a lot of times it's like the opposite of horny. It's like condemning people who, who have any kind of sexual sexuality in there <laughs> yeah brandon's the charts life. brandon's yeah. charts especially <laughs> one of dave's charts sometimes kind yeah. of yeah you know can be a little judgmental about that stuff but yeah uh it's true brandon like we're in living in it well not now but like then we were living in a kind of rap hip-hop r&b focused uh, world where th- those were the biggest artists, those were the groups or uh, people hitting number one, and um, but there's other there's other avenues that we're going to explore here today. So it's not just R and B and hip hop, although a lot of times that tends to be the best stuff. So it's not, you know, so I'm not complaining that the number one is like mainly that music. But we are showing a little different side, you know, in this thing. So how about that? How about that? And to support what Dave was just saying, uh, you know, that would this year being pretty dominant in R&B and hip hop, I'm going to start it off with my R&B and hip hop chart because... 
I pull up this dang list and I go, huh, I pulled up the wrong list. I accidentally pulled up the, uh, the main number one hit chart. And then I realized I didn't make a mistake because only two songs on this entire list I was able to choose from. Wow. Every other song was from the main list. Wow. Um, and you know what? You guys, you two are going to be very happy because uh, it's, it is, uh, you're going to be getting a song that I didn't pick on last year's bonus chart because it carried over on this chart into the next year. So uh, do you remember who that was? It's probably Alicia I'll, Keys since you hate her. Oh, right. So it went into January of 04, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, don't hate her. Um, <laughs> yeah, you hate this song. You're doing it for us. You hate this song. So I have I to play. Forced, forced to play forced a song he play didn't want to play. Two Alicia Keys oh, songs. Oh, two. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that is unfortunate. <laughs> no, no, it's not unfortunate. It's a lesson learned. Wow, it's punishment. <laughs> it's punishment. It's only unfortunate because I want I love listening to the songs and hoping to find something, you know, that I haven't heard in a while, but like it, this was it. It was only two songs and I know them both. So well, it was just to um maybe uh bring up the young listeners, the hypothetical young listeners, maybe they don't know this stuff and we're yeah. introducing these songs to them even though we already know them ourselves, like you know, got to think about the youth. Gotta think about the youth, the youth of the nation. Yeah. Here is You Don't Know My Name mm. uh, by uh, Chris Cornell uh, <laughs> the, from the Bond movie. Oh, uh, no. This is You Don't Know My Name, Alicia Keys. He's soulful. I could see him on her R&B chart. This is a good one. Her best song. This is her best song. It's so good. Good production, right? Yeah, would love to know if there's some sampling going on. There's sampling. Yeah. There's some tampering going on. And it's it's uh, Kanye West, right? Oh. Yes. That, may, that makes sense. Did not know that. Didn't know at the time. Oh, yeah, I love that piano flourish. No, no, I remember the music video well. Whew. Very New York, very cool. Yeah, her stuff is in the video. She's working in a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Good casting in her music videos. Because there's another one, right? With uh... um, the biggest downside of this song is that it's six minutes long. Oh, yeah. That's a little too long. Let it marinate on you, you know? Don't worry about the time. <laughs> yeah, think of it as a good marinade. Yeah. Um, that. So, yes. The, yeah, that, that stuff's really good. You hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You don't have to, like, lie to us. If it was a different song, I, I would be honest. This is like yeah, so, so many like leagues uh, above um, Fallen. Oh yeah, like way, yes. way, way, way better. 
It's so much better than her later stuff, too. It's like way Yeah, for the most part. There's some good songs here and there, but this album is great. Great album. Dan, this is the song that it was sampled from. This is Let Me Prove My Love to You by The Main Ingredient. I like this. Okay, cool. Yeah. There oh, it maybe is. like yeah. they're like, yeah. Kanye, man, one of the masters of uh, the sample game. Finding these yeah, so little the main, songs. Yeah. But the, great, great sample. Great flip. Um, so, yeah, so that was on the chart for two weeks at the end of the previous year and then continued for seven weeks um, up until Valentine's Day. Oh, That's sweet. Overtaken by Slow Jams. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. had to be, yep. right? <laughs> and then, yeah, which we talked about, you know, Usher. Mm-hmm. Of um, course. And then, uh, then, um, then, of course, this is the other one that hit number one. This one, uh, ha- is it Method Man in the video, Dan? It has like a more of a story. I uh, can't remember, remember but this one, yes, I, li- I, this one I like better than Fallen also. Yeah, this great. It's a, a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. This one I like more than Fallen, but this is another one that got like overdone on like competition singing shows. Okay. So it just it's just like a little like like I get a little annoyed by it. it it's almost it's almost recitally, as Dave would say. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah, I guess so. But almost, it's better. Almost. It's better than that. It is better though. I agree. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the song's fault, you know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like Hallelujah no, by it's, Leonard Cohen. It's not his fault that yeah. that song is. Been played to death and covered. Right. Don't stop believing, Dan. Yeah. No, that's just a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't even say that anymore. I think I like it now. <laughs> this song is great, Dan. I haven't heard this one in a while. Yeah, it's a nice one. She was better then. I get I get annoyed by her stuff after this. I think she's kind of annoying a little bit um, herself. Like, personality. Like, I, hope wise, I, ne- I don't want to ever hear the New York song ever again. That's yeah. one of the that and it's so bad. Uh, girl is on fire. This girl's on fire. So annoying. Unbearable, yeah, she has a couple dude. of like, annoying ones for sure. They're just like, and those, I hate that those are the ones that are the biggest songs. Like, because I'm sure there probably is better stuff in there in those albums, but. And those two songs yeah. have a specific thing that always drives me crazy, like singing a song, like like writing and singing a song at the complete top of their range. <laughs> like, right. like you can you can mm. make it easier and it will still sound good. Leave, um, that, leave that to Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song is so much better than the other ones. I still yeah. just kind of prefer her good. doing more interesting, like... R&B stuff than just the piano-y because she's a good singer but she's not like spectacular so I just get a little I don't know you just hate her it's a, I get it it's a hate, <laughs> <laughs> deep-seated hatred that 
<laughs> you can't shake. It's also the other thing. The, the main thing I can't shake about about her is the like the the Grammy. Right, she's like, a Grammy darling. She's a Grammy, and it's just like everything. It's like yeah. you get uh, every every year. She's like almost like R&B's Dave Grohl. Like she's always. I was just gonna say she's Dave that, Grohl. That's pretty good. It's, it's Dave Grohl, Alicia Keys, and now it's like Gary Clark Jr. and her. And her. <laughs> yeah, her. Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys are not as into her as I am, which I she's understand. She's fine, but she's yeah. she's a little bit. She just these Grammys pick certain artists and like, kind of like ruins their reputation a little bit. I think. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. So so yeah so I mean, you know, uh, Alicia Keys was. Um, it's surprising that one of those didn't break to number one. Yeah, actually, that, very surprising. Thinking about it, yeah, now. those are both really pretty big, big songs, yeah. especially yeah. because the last song. I heard. was just gonna yeah. say that one is uh, was huge, and it has um, the most plays on her Spotify by like a good margin. Mm. Ooh, or not a good margin, but. Hey. Um, more than like way more mm. than Fallen, like almost triple than Fallen, which is surprising. Um, hey, that's why we do the bonus bills. Yeah, because there's other songs that were humongous that need the that, uh, more air more airtime. More airtime. They very well. <laughs> they very well should yeah. be number ones. But right. Yeah. You know. This is interesting. What would you think is her second most played song? That's eight hundred and fifty three. Million. Is it I would guess fallen? The New York. I would have said or the New, New York. York is it New York? I would have said the. New, I would have said New York. No, New York is three hundred and fifty-six million. Fallen is three hundred ninety-seven. There's Whoa. three more that are higher than that. The fire, really? like you said. The fire is five thirty-two. What's her other big song? What's What's the song? Everything's gonna be alright. Oh yeah. No, oh, one, no, no yes. one. That one, right? That's the second. It's seven twenty-seven. Wow. Okay. Um, that one's. And then the. Th- it's, a, it's. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I'm not as annoyed with that one, but it's also almost kind of. Yeah. Kind of and yeah. then the yeah. third is kind of doesn't really count because it's my boo. Um, oh, great. On her list. Great song. Uh, yeah, we loved so. it. So that's the R and B chart. Uh, so you know, you the really. Uh, <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. I almost. Uh, didn't notice that there. I thought there was only one Alicia Keys song on the list, and I almost was like, "Do I have to go to like the number two? charting songs to like find a song to play uh but i didn't have to go there so if we're in a situation like that where there's nothing available what all right let's make what what should we say you do i think you go to the i think you try to find the like like you the, go the to highest. the you go to the 100 list because we save the next highest charting song for our wrap-up show right yeah and i always make that playlist and you're getting into my right. territory if you do that so don't do that I think you just get rid of that that uh chart. You skip it that year. You forfeit the chart. You forfeit the chart. I kind I kind of like do forfeit like the chart. four songs find, from the rock chart or, or find a different know. chart or find a totally no, different chart. We're yeah. not talking about. I think you go. I think you can go to the hip hop and R and B chart and then just find. What almost made like, it? Oh, the like, hip hop and R and B chart. Yes, you find the hip hop and R and B chart that got to number like two, but didn't get to number one. I don't even know if you could find that because that's like that might be pay Billboard shit. 
Like, I'm looking at it now, and yeah, I'm not sure. So you may have to pay for that. So hopefully we don't uh, run into that problem. Okay. I'm hoping we do. It sounds interesting. Um, yeah. Or maybe I, we go to Canada. I I don't mind going to Canada. Well, then you're getting into my international territory. Stay away. I always look at Canada. I always look at the UK. Okay. Um, no, I say you go to a, like a totally different US chart. Like, um, what was the one Enya was on? Oh, New Age. New Age. That was an album chart. I don't know if it was a single chart yet. <laughs> Go to that one. <laughs> play a full album. It's okay. Yeah, play a full album. All right. Thank you, Brandon. That was a hip-hop and R&B chart. Um, Brandon, you, you never say your persona, man. What, uh, what, what do we got? It's a uh, um, hip-hop and R&B chart. We've said a few. Two's, uh, two's Live Crew. Two's Live Crew. Yeah, I always forget. Sorry. It's uh, That was our brand B. B. Our brand B. <laughs> All right. Or Rhythm right. and Brandon. Rhythm and Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Um, always a lot of overlap with that chart and the hot rap song chart, which I'm not covering yet. I'll get there. Okay. 04, obviously a big hip-hop year, but we're leaving hip-hop for a bit. Okay, let's exit it. Let's get to the rap. dance chart. The dance. <laughs> oh, let's get to rap. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to the dance club songs chart. It's me, Dance Tinson. Yeah. EDM, electronic dance music. Or Dan, Dan e. e. Dan hyphen E. Oh, and we were talking about sampling. Um, friend of mine, friend of the show, friend of ours, Drew. You guys know? Yeah. He texted me saying his favorite thing is when we talk about samples. Talk about he the likes, samples. He, li- he likes when we get into samples. The history. He likes, that, he likes that discussion. And I said, I agree. It's like, I said, it's one of my favorite things we talk about as well. I was lying to him. I was trying to be nice <laughs> to one of our fans. <laughs> um, okay. Dance chart. I'm trying to think if this has happened before. Maybe it has. Yeah. 52 songs this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> 52 one, weeks in a year. One song a week. Whoa. Jesus. 52 different songs this year. I listened all, um, did not listen to all of them because some of them were on YouTube, but I didn't bother. Some of them were not on Spotify. <laughs> mm. Didn't bother. Out of your yeah, grasp. I usually, I usually do, but I was just like, oh, they're never good when they're on YouTube. So, um, so yeah, a lot of stuff. Mostly average stuff, which I'll talk about, but um, this is not average. That's okay. We're a couple of average Joes on the podcast, so it would appeal to us, I think. It would appeal. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how do I? Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start with this track because we've talked about this song a lot. I think we are all in agreement it's our favorite song by this artist. She's a huge artist in this decade and the decade before. Oh. Toxic? Yeah. It's toxic. Yeah. Britney Spears. Good song. Probably her best probably her best song. It's so sick. I, I think it's her best song. It's really cool. How's the volume? It's definitely a song that um kind of a few years ago got like this poptimist like reclamation it's like a great song that everybody can agree on 
Um, that makes sense. Yeah, because I'm almost like a little bit not sick of it, but I have like okay, yeah, toxic. Oh, interesting. What else? What else you got now? Uh, I mean, I had to cover this one. Um, but it's it's, a, it's incredible. Yeah. One best dance recording at the Grammys in 05. Um, Britney's first ever Grammy win. This song. Really? Yeah. She, she um, deserves it. Yeah. Global smash hit. Number one in 11 countries. Um, the U.S. It was only this chart. Um, okay. Written and produced by Swedish duo Bloodshy and Avant. With additional writing from Kathy Dennis. Who we've talked about. Love Kathy. Um, and... Anrik Schoenbach. I don't know. Um, one week at number one, like I said, every song is one week. March 27th. Song came out earlier in the year, January, from her album In the Zone. Um, let me play this sample. is pretty cool. Have you ever heard the sample? It's very cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to play this. It's called Terra Mera Beachman. Ooh. And then there's another part in a, li- in a little bit. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Wow. Um, what a great sample. Yeah. Um, Drew? That's a good sample. <laughs> um, the song itself, we didn't really talk about like the song and like the production elements. Yeah, it clearly has like some you know Middle Eastern right. elements and influence. Um, but like I said, Swedish produced. Great video. Really cool. Remember the video? It's like all the different. She's on the plane, like, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's like a few different right? like scenes. There's like one where she's like. Or like a spy or something. Oh, okay. There's multiple right. stories. There's an airplane. There's like a, there's like a motorcycle, like a spy, like leather kind of thing. I feel like on TRL, they only did the plane. I remember the plane really well. Yeah. Uh, oh, and she has like a yeah. diamond. She has like a diamond, like naked Yeah, suit. like a nude, a, like nude, a nude diamond thing. Diamond yeah. thing. No, she's yeah. on. Yeah, she's. it's a spy thing. She's on yeah. like a bike. Right. Okay. Great, great video. Um, yeah, the song is sick. So... I got to admit something here. I did technically cheat. Why? Because when you go to the actual Billboard site and look at Britney Spears' charting history for dance club songs, it says toxic and in parentheses remixes. So oh, I think, I think it's kind of bizarre that in the U.S., this song didn't hit number one of the dance charts. Technically, like a remix did. But globally, huh. this song hit number one in a lot of different countries. So like yeah, this yeah. is what charted like in the clubs is like this version. I mean, it's not as good, but like this is yeah, this is listen. toxic waste. <laughs> Turn this shit this off, is, damn dude. This is most of the dance charts. It's like stuff like this. Yeah, and I sit and listen but to stuff like this for hours. The regular song is good. It's like a dancey song. Like you I don't know, need it. Yeah, you don't this need this one remix. is technically remixes that are charting on the U.S. dance chart. So whatever. <laughs> had to say it. Had to be honest. Yeah, uh, it's called the Armand Van Helden. Armand Van Helden is like the DJ. Van Helsing? Okay. Yeah. On. Van Halen? Um, <laughs> Van Hagar uh, remix? Van Hagar. Okay. Now we skip to the very end of the year, 2004. Last week of the year, one week at number. Well, I think technically it's two weeks. So it goes into 05, but it's uh, December 25th, Christmas week. Really? Final week of the year. 
this next song I'm going to play. Um, it's Gwen Stefani. Okay. Yeah. Big this album what, this year. Yeah, big album this year. It's this song, which I forgot about, which I do like. And Leslie really likes this, too. We were talking about this. It has like a soft intro. This song opens her album also. This is what you're waiting for. Oh, I forgot it sounded like this in the beginning. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I can't, you know, at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to play this song on the show, but now it kind of grew on me. I, I, I like it. <laughs> Ash pipe. I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I don't remember this. I like this part. I, I do. Yeah. This is the chorus. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, her debut solo album, Love Angel Music Baby. Um, so written by Gwen Stefani and Linda Perry. Right. Lead, lead singer of Four Non Blondes. And Pink's, like, main, not main person, but Pink and uh, Christina. But um, produced by Nellie Hooper. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah, is that an EDM? Or no, not EDM, but electronic. So Nelly Hooper did the, did the score to Romeo and Juliet. Okay, worked with Madonna, right? And has production credits for Soul to Soul. Remember Soul to Soul? Soul to Soul. Okay. And produced a lot of U2's "How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb," which is a couple years away. That's what I'm. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of like this. This is funny. So I wanted to play this. Kind of an interesting, mm-hmm. newer direction. When we talk about dance music and dance charts. Um, Donk. So yeah, what with those two um, songs? Interesting. And it kind of speaks to what this year is on the dance charts. Like it's not amazing, but I, I know Brandon, this is your favorite part of what I do is when I just start listing some of these. <laughs> I have to go through it because there's a couple things that I have to bring up on this dance chart and things I was close to talking about but decided not to. Yeah. Um. So an Elton John song gets like remastered, re-released, re-recorded. It's fine. It's uh Are You Ready for Love? That hit number one. A couple Annie Lennox songs I was close to playing. They're not bad. But mm-hmm. it's again, it's like they're slower, great Annie Lennox songs. So it's like they get remixed, they, they, right? They get yeah. they get dance mixed, right? Yeah. Uh that happens with uh Dido as well. She has a couple things, same kind of deal. Interesting. Dido songs. Um again, Madonna continues to get on the dance charts. It's not good anymore. Nothing is good anymore. I don't like it anymore. It's really sad. Um, but she gets better. So, she, she she gets some good ones later on. I don't think so. Uh, right? I think <laughs> I so. Know. There's a there's one good one I can think of. Um, Simply Red again is on the dance chart. Or, <laughs> nice. He was on a different chart last year, I think. No, no, he was on the dance chart. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Kylie Minogue, really good song. It's called Slow. She continues to have very good stuff. Her stuff is yeah. good. I um, like that some of these artists that are not, they're no longer like huge names. They still have a life or like a, yes, they still it's, like survive it, on these dance charts. It's what has happened starting in the nineties too. Like it's a lot of these older yeah, you artists, see like these older artists kind of continuing their career in the dance charts. It's cool. Like they're in the club scene. 
Uh, Seal loves Divine, which is his ballad again that gets dance remixed. Yeah. Uh, um, this one should I maybe is a better song than the Gwen Stefani song, but we already covered Daft Punk, so I didn't play it. It's Face to Face, great song, really good. Yeah, really cool song. Um, okay, Enrique Iglesias song featuring Kalise didn't know it wasn't bad it's uh it's called not in love with Kalise of milkshake fame her and Enrique Iglesias interesting combo duo George Michael had a couple songs one of them was good and like kind of funny too I almost played it um okay this is what I mostly wanted to bring up there's two Janet Jackson songs this is where she continues because as we've talked about yeah Demita Joe continues on. She lives in the dance charts. One of them, horrible. One, one of them, one of the worst Janet songs I've ever heard. It's um, just a little while. Bad. Bad song. Not a good song. The other one I almost played really, I think it's really good. All night. Don't stop. All night. Don't stop. I know that one, yeah. So there's that. Uh, I uh, mentioned off off mic, off air, Goldfrap, Shrick Machine, which Brandon talked about last year. I would have if Brandon didn't talk about it. That's the one I would have played. That's probably my favorite song on here. I thought it was really cool. Um, another one which was really good, but we've already been talking about, or so I decided not to play, is Beyonce, Naughty Girl. So another song from that album, and that song is great. Tonight I'll be a naughty girl, right? All my girls. That's a good one. Oh yeah. She has so That's many it. hits. Yeah, wow. so many. Um, Christina Milian, Dip It Low. Oh, uh, that's a great one. Yeah. It's not as good as I remembered. I was oh, hoping yeah? it was going to be better. It wasn't, I was kind of whatever on it, but I remember liking it back well, in the I day. Well, I just got excited thinking about it. I know. Uh, the Sting song, Stolen Car, Take Me Dancing in parentheses, but it's like not a dance song. I don't even know why it's on here. Cover cover um, of the uh, Bruce song or no? <sighs> No, I don't think from, so. From the river? No. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Um, or, you know, could we making that up? Maybe it is. Um, Angie Stone got on here. That song was pretty good. Uh, Ghostface featuring Missy Elliott was actually a really fun song. It's called Tush. That's a cool song. Hmm. Um, but again, it's not like amazing stuff. Oh, Yoko Ono shows up again on the dance chart. She did last year. And it's cool stuff. Like, it's... I think again, it's like a similar thing. It's like a remastered sort of re-released version of one of her older songs, and it's actually pretty cool. Huh. Um, different Alicia Keys song shows up on here called "Diary," and it features Tony. I Tony, love that Tone, song, Dave. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song. Um, that's like so that's, oh, that's definitely more of an R and B, like almost slow yeah. jam, though. I know. It, again, weird dance year. Dirty Vegas comes back. Duran Duran actually, they have a song on here, but again, nothing was like amazing. So uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's dance, that's dance <laughs> in in uh, two thousand four. Dance, yeah, not one of my favorite years, but some interesting stuff. No I maybe should have played the George. Year. I really want to show you guys. Actually, maybe I'll put on the shared playlist the George Michael song because it's you should. There's like a there's like a robot voice in it. Is there a polit- <laughs> a political song that he had that was like a single? Wasn't there a song he was making fun of? Tony Blair and W. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It had a cartoon video. It was pretty badass. Um, anyway, so that's dance. Mm-hmm. Always love mm-hmm. dancing with you, buddy. That was great. <laughs> um, but 
let's let's take off those dancing shoes and put on a different kind of footwear. <laughs> I'm talking my twelve gallon boots. <laughs> really big fucking boots to fill. <laughs> <laughs> because we got the country charts hot. So I've noticed a trend of like all these charts are hot. Yeah. Right? That's kind of interesting. But this is one of the hot charts. It's the hot country singles and tracks. Number ones of 2004. The name Well, because is- they all stem from Hot 100. Mm. Right? So I get, and they just kept the hot. Keep it hot. Hot Christian singles. I know Paris Hilton approves. Um, But the name (laughs) is Blue Jean Davey. The stage name um, for this portion of of the program. And some of the names that have been populating uh, this here chart the last several years still appear in 2004, including... Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw, George Strait, Alan Jackson, Toby Keith, Urban, uh, etc. We even see a Kenny Chesney and Uncle Cracker collaboration finally. (laughs) Uh, Long awaited. The usual suspects. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I saw this name, which uh, tickled my fancy. Montgomery Gentry. Oh, yeah. Okay. What a great name. What a great country name. It's a duo. Oh, okay. They they opened for Toby Keith when I saw Toby Keith at PNC Bank Arts Center. No way. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I thought that was one (laughs) guy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure sure it's a duo. I remember two guys up there. Okay. It was too good to be true. I was picturing one man named Montgomery Gentry. (laughs) Um. I might even know the song that, that charted. I remember like one of those. It songs. was a song called "If You Ever Stop Loving Me." Oh no, then no. I know a song. I think it's by them, where they're like, uh, "Coffee can," like something about a coffee <laughs> can. Oh, never mind. Might not even be the right band. Um, something <laughs> of note, and something we celebrate on this show is that uh, this year we see and hear the return of ladies back at number one on this country chart. <laughs> I think there was a year and a half absence, and it was broken mm. by Gretchen Wilson with Redneck Woman. Oh, um, uh, big song. It was a big song. song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that song's probably still around. Yeah. The ladies are back, but, um, you know, of which I had... Um, here, I sadly did not represent, because... <laughs> I'm part of the problem, basically. Something Damn, I'm going dog. to have to come to terms with at a later date. That song's you know, kind of fun. Off mic. <laughs> uh, instead, I decided to focus on a different new wave in country music I found interesting that, I don't know, I thought would be more appropriate for for us. So let me pull it up. It's my fucking chart, okay? Um, I- this is what I ended up picking. Is is a, a song by an artist we definitely have heard of. You know, they're, they're one of the names. They're one of the famous groups, country groups of the time, though. Not a, not a solo artist. 
It's Rascal Flats. I was just going to guess that, Rascal Flats. Oh. And the album is, Dan? Life is a Highway. <laughs> Melt. <laughs> Came out in 2002. Um, and this was the last single that they released from that album. Here is Mayberry. So instantly, right out the gate, you hear the boy bandification of country music. Yeah. <laughs> Dan? Natural disasters. Thank you. Wow. Dan Astor. Now, Dan, some TV trivia for the chorus. (laughs) Do you know what Mayberry is? Do you you know what a Mayberry is? (laughs) What a song. No, I don't. So... It's actually a song that references. Hold on. Um, it's a song that references the easygoing life lived in the fictional town of Mayberry from oh. the Andy Griffith show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's a, like a, a. The modern world is just too fast for the people, the protagonist in the song. Let's go back to the 50s where everything was better, basically, you know. <laughs> it's one of those songs, like, it's too fast. Let's slow it down. Let's go to Mayberry, this uh, fictionalized utopia. even alive when Andy Griffith show was on? Reruns, bro. Nick at Night. Yeah, yeah Nick at Night. I, I got to read this uh, from the lead singer... Uh, Wikipedia page as I, I found it interesting. Uh, Lavox, Gary Lavox, has been friends with Jamie Foxx since the mid 90s, and Fox made a guest appearance on the album Steel Feels Good. We used to sit around for hours at Jamie's house singing and playing and having a good time. So when Jay and Joe and myself wrote the song, we thought it'd be great to have him on it. Uh, wow. Interesting. So Lavox and Fox. Lavox and Fox. Well, Fox is not his real name, so maybe he got it from. Well, either is Lavox. What? (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) What? (laughs) So did they each like at the same time simultaneously pick their stage names? Lavox was picked because on the the console, on the (laughs) on the recording console for lead Vox, it says like L E Vox. (laughs) Oh, oh. That's kind of a fun stage name. Lavox. Gary it is because I, I wouldn't have, like it makes perfect sense, but I, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I picked that song because I I figure Dan would love it. It's TV, it's boy bandy. Oh it's yeah. A natural I disaster. Loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Richard always trying to get Dan into country. Like, although I guess he's a big fan. He's seen Toby Keith. 
Montgomery Gentry. Hey. 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 His dad was spinning Keith Urban, right? Constantly. Yeah. yeah. Unavoidable. Um, I get it. Yeah. I just don't seek it out. <coughs> You're more of a city boy. <laughs> well, that's that's it for country chart. I'll take my hat off and uh, shoot it on over to Brandon's next chart. Uh, thanks, Dave. So glad that you were able to take off that hat because that doesn't weigh 12 gallons. No, your light shoes hat. Do, your boots. Um, still wearing the boots. Still wearing the boots. Twelve. Um, so we're going over to the rock charts here. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Score. <laughs> Let's fucking rock. And Brandon, you, you said this this week in text. In text. Um, you pull from multiple rock charts? I forgot. Yes. I, I, I pull from the alternative songs and the mainstream rock charts. Mm. Sometimes I do the mainstream rock charts if, if I need another uh, one. Um, but... I didn't I didn't uh do that this time because uh there was a lot of again crossover between those two um charts and I had a hard time figuring out how I wanted to go about this cuz there were a lot of different mm. directions to go. Um a lot of it gets immediately uh not selected because of but rock stuff that we've covered or at least just talked about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff here that is um, just kind of like permeated culture in ways where we don't need to talk about it. I'll give you an example. Uh, Not even culture, but just was so big, um, like Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Green Day. Don't need to listen to that. Uh, Please, no. Um, Fuck Cold Hard that. Bitch by Jet, which is fun, oh, but like, yeah. but but not as some not not as maybe uh, as interesting to t- talk about. Yeah, um, misogynistic. I crap. was into it at the time. Yeah. We, oh, really, Dan? So were you? <laughs> Cold Hard Bitch. I think it was. I think I thought it was funny. Yeah. I'm not gonna play Lost Profits, Last Train Home because he. I don't want to talk about the guy with the babies. Uh, who's actually is assaulted babies or something? Oh my god! Um, really? Yeah, he's. Jeez. In, yeah. Uh, so don't want to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, don't want to talk about. Uh, don't want to talk, so yeah. talk about me. Want to talk about talk about. I want. I wanted to go in 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 kind of a funny and or. Uh, Okay, so I, I, I'm doing the thing that I uh, I never wanted to do here. And uh, Incubus. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Can't believe oh, it. The tell episode he plays like, an artist he hates. Yeah. Artist he loves. So this is not one that so like when I've in the in the last couple of years have like gone back and tried to listen to them there's like a few songs now I'm like yeah I stand by this and some I'm like 
I've grown beyond this. Like, I, I get why I liked it then, but, like, I don't love it now. And this is definitely one. Like, when this came out, like, I remember when this came out and how hyped I was. And, uh, I was hyped that it was a big hit. And it was, like, the video was all over, uh, MTV. And it was, like, the anti-Bush thing before Green Day made it, like, bigger to talk about that. This is Megalomaniac. Cool. Right. Oh, yeah. Forgot about I this. remember this. Yeah. When it kicks in, I'll remember it. The, the, no, this was cool. Yeah. This was a big video. I remember this well. Yeah. Cartoony video or? It's like paper cutouts. Okay, yeah. Right. Animated. I hear you on the radio. <laughs> right. Right. That's that sound. No, th this is so much better than so much of the other mainstream rock stuff. I, I'm i with it. Yeah. I'm into it. It's, it's so much better than their reputation, I'll say. <laughs> Jose Pasayas, just an incredible drummer. Yeah, the drums are cool. The thing that, um, the thing I do stand by that I always would say then that, like, I don't really know what genre to call them. Because, like, it's, it's obviously rock, but it's, like, nobody was really doing what they were doing with, like, riffs and, like, his types of melodies where they're very, like, musical and, like, melodic. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just can't, like, they're... It, it, the closest. You know, they obviously, they they got a lot of, you know, in the early days when they sounded more new metal, they sounded like a lot of those other bands. But right. from this album, or even Morning View on, it did start to sound like it's just like kind of another, a different thing to me. And I was surprised that like they never they didn't get that credit because I mean I, I don't know what else was sounding like that at that time. Chili Peppers. I mean, I'm kind of kidding, but there's some similarities, to be honest. There's some similarities, but... It's not that far know. off. It's not that far off. Maybe not vocally, but, like, some of the music kind of reminds me of the Chili Peppers a little bit. That surfer sound. Um, trapped? Maybe trapped? Maybe trapped, trapped. right. Maybe trapped. <laughs> now, what's funny is another band they got compared to a lot which, again, maybe when they started it was that way, was Hoobastank, and The Reason also oh, yeah. hit number one this year, and that was a big song, uh, but I didn't, really feel like like I did not feel like listening to that. I'm surprised um, that didn't hit number one, number one. That's a yeah, massive, it actually was only number song. It was only number one on this chart for a week. Um, that song was everywhere. Uh, it, wow. Yeah. Um, That's so... <laughs> I didn't want to talk about Linkin Park because we did talk about them a lot, but this was Breaking the Habit, Numb, Lying uh, from You. Hell yeah. Uh, there's Velvet Revolver. So, <laughs> at oh 311 God. doing The Cure. Dude, Velvet Revolver would have been a very funny thing to, to get into, though. Oh, my God. I feel like that we did. We kind of talked about them. We did. Though, we talked so. about Oh, we them. did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we did. For, and like, uh, wait. Oh, 04 is... Is it that yeah. song? 
<laughs> is it? Uh, no, it's Slither. This one is Slither. Slither. Oh. It's the same album. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was gonna go. So the, there's two. There's the two that I was then considering was gonna be. Either Modest Mouse float on just because of how unique that oh, was. Oh, sure, yeah, that was huge too. Mm-hmm. Um, that defined Funny my you generation. say that, Dave, because uh, I didn't pick huge two. I picked you two because of, of I thought it'd be funny to talk about. Of course. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, 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 I spoiled uh, this in our uh, text. Uh, my two. bad. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Freaking like, song, more, kind of more rocking for, for them, right? Heavier, heavier riff for them. Yeah. Um, friend of ours, friend of the show, Pizzo, said when he saw U2 at Bonnaroo, yeah. he said, "I don't know where this song like really slapped." <laughs> like he was really into it. I can hear that because, yeah. yeah. When it's when the guitar is more than just on the left side, then yeah, I'm sure it kills. <laughs> But don't you think part of this reason why a song is funny is just because of the, the count? Yeah. Like, the song itself is not... It's not that bad. No, it's not. This is funny because it said Catorce. Catorce, and because it was in the iPod commercials. Like, oh, yeah. was, was, was this the album that Adam Scott said was his favorite? Yes. Oh, it was? It's crazy. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that from takes. the podcast really well and remember being like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're forever embedded in in culture. You two, they'll never go yeah. away. They will never ever go away. Never go away. <laughs> Hola. Um. Yeah. So, you're right, Dave. That if I wonder what the legacy of this song would be, if. If uh, it, they did say Catorce, maybe Dan would, on next season on Marvel's, on Marvel's What maybe If, if they hit. did. Uh, wouldn't be a hit at all. They, You're right. Maybe that's the missing. I don't think it would be a hit at all. That's the X factor. That's, that's the gimmick. That's what, yeah. But like, do you think that, th- I don't know though, because would they have put it in the iPod commercial? Like, not, I don't know. I kind of think no. I think that that's what Cause did it. Because that was before it was a hit. So like why like they ch- I feel like that is what oh, right. made well, it okay. didn't like, elevate to the consciousness. Didn't you two have a special relationship with like Apple? I, I feel like somebody in Apple loved you two. Yeah, because obviously later on the the album that is on everybody's iPhone. But I think I even remember Bono during a he's didn't he say like the the iPod is like the next guitar or something like he i remember him in a speech like saying like the ipod is like the coolest fucking thing or whatever yeah there's I, like I, a I very th- important relationship between you two the ipod apple yeah um so uh yeah lots of big stuff and and memorable stuff from that year on the list um so went with Incubus and U2. Um, oh, nice. Blink-182, I Miss You, also also there. Um, what was some butt rock stuff? Uh, just the stuff I said, like the, the Linkin Park, oh, Three okay. Days Grace, um, uh, all, that, all, that, all that stuff. Uh, so that's the, the rock landscape 
of 2004. Uh, a lot of hold, a lot more holdover from that butt rock stuff than I would have thought. But you can see the other stuff coming in with Green Day and Jimmy Eat World and 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 some of this other stuff. So I'm interested to see where it goes from there because I was definitely following that stuff kind of less. So I'm interested to see where it goes from yeah from now. So rock and roll, uh, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Whoa, what's um. Brandon's rock name. Any? Can't remember. I know we have rock and roll. Oh, did you know the Apple introduced the U2 iPod in 2004? Yes. Oh, why didn't you say it? Ap- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do, what do you mean? You said the Apple introduced the Sorry, U2 do you know that iPod. Apple introduced the U2 iPod. What's the U2 iPod? It was like just a red version of the... Oh, I don't remember. I remember YouTube being a part of the ad campaign, but I don't think I remember that specifically. They had their own iPod. Because I, I didn't talk about tech in Bravo. Mm. Oh. Well, you brought up YouTube right now. <laughs> it's 2004. Close the, te- close the tech tab. Didn't want to cross over with my hypothetically past self. Joshua Treve Jobs. Treve Jobs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's something. (laughs) All right. Is that it for uh, our U2 segment? Yeah. (laughs) All right. um, Moving on um, to uh, the Hot Rap Songs chart. Different from Brandon's Hip Hop and R&B chart. She covered the Alicia Keys songs. This is the hot rap songs chart. Um, this is mm. the real rap. More heat. Real rappers. So it's me, old Danny Bastard, Wu Tang Dan, Big Danny Kane. Dave said Danny Kane. Um, <laughs> the Fresh Stints. It's my newest one. The Fresh. Stints. I like that one. Um, okay, so similar challenge to what Brandon had, right? A lot of these songs already hit number one on the main Hot 100 chart, like Slow Jams. That's on this chart. Um, what else? Slow Motion, hit number one on this chart. Slow, slow Motion for me. Um, Dave sent that to us recently. The uh, He did a tiny desk <laughs> doing that song. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Um Terror Squad, Lean Back was also on here, and Snoop Dogg, Drop It Like It's Hot, it's also on here. Um, Pretty much the same on my chart. Right. So I had three options to choose from. One of them, okay, two of them are by artists we've already covered on the main, on uh, either the rap chart or the main chart. Chingy charts again this year with One Call Away, his like slower like R&B jam. Love mm. this song. Great song. Remember this one, Dave? Um, I don't know. I'm always one call away. You call if you want to come roll with me. Oh, yeah. It's featuring Jay Weave, who is Jason <laughs> Weaver, the older brother and smart guy. Oh. The singing voice of Simba and the Lion King. Jason Damn, Weaver. Damn. What a. I know. Jay Weave. What a background. Yeah. That's... I know. I love that song. Probably love that song more than the song I'm going to play, but the song I'm going to play more of a cultural 
influence, I think, just mm-hmm. big in 04, more fun to talk about. The other song is the other one by Twista, which is also great. Also, Kanye produced Overnight Celebrity. Really good. That's a the great other song. Twista song. The other, yeah, that's that's also number one on this chart. With we the violin about, player. We talked about slow jams. This is Overnight Celebrity with the violin. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, overnight celebrity, uh, make you a celebrity overnight. That's also Kanye, also same album. But this song that I'm gonna play, which I think I might have mentioned on the uh, board bills, like music news, because I think it came up. Ting drinking is classic. Yeah. Tipsy by Yo, Jay Kwan. Love the production of this song. Very simple. Yeah. Kind of like grinding. Yeah. Kind of like grinding. Very similar. Yeah. Clearly influenced from that song. It starts with this and they kind of build on it. Yeah. You get like um, the synth line Sense. that comes in after this, which I like. This part's cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is huge. This song was great. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Jaquan didn't know this, just learned this. Another St. Louis guy. Oh. St. Louis everywhere in the, in this decade, man. It was Nelly, St. Lunatics, Shingy, and then Jaquan, another St. Louis guy that comes up. This is the uh, unedited version. This is a club Whoa. mix. There's the radio mix, which is everybody in the club, in the club getting club. tipsy. This is everybody in this bitch getting tipsy. I never knew that. Yeah. Opening my mind. <laughs> uh, five weeks of number one, uh, April 3rd. Came up beginning of the year in January. Debut single from his album Hood Hop. Okay. <laughs> his real name is Jarrell Jones. Jaquan is Jarrell Jones. And this is produced by the Track Boys, different than the Track Stars that did Chingy stuff. That's Track Stars. This is oh. the Track Boys, different guys. Wait. Uh, track Boys did Air Force Ones by Nelly. They produced that song. Track Boys or Stars? Boys did Air Force Ones and they do this song. Track Stars did Chingy stuff. <laughs> really good. Classic song. I remember it being everywhere. And I'll pause it there. I feel like did this create tipsy as a term for getting drunk? I think it kind of did, right? I don't know if it was like a thing before this song. What do you think? What do you think about that? It'd be hard for us to tell because you know we're pretty young still in 04, But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if adults were using tipsy. I think like, it was like this, a term. Did this kind of did this put it into the culture a bit? I feel I don't know. Because like, it, it gets it used now. It. I, like, I've heard it out there, like a little tipsy, a little drunk. I, I kind of I want to th- say want to think it comes from this song. Just kind of put it out there. Let's go with it. Scan- Scandinavian from the 1300s. <laughs> the word tipsy? Uh, and then uh, Norwegian. Yeah, it was never in culture. It was never in culture. No, but I know what you mean. Just like making it mainstream. But I'm sure people used it and then put this. The, those are the type of things that push it over the edge. Right. It's like uh, the guy that says, uh, fuck my life, it's super bad. That, that pushed that into culture. Right, it's probably something people said before that. For sure. Um, is it tipsy because like when you drink a lot, you tend to tip more? Because <laughs> you're like, 
dollar for every drink. <laughs> I think it's because you're you can't balance. Oh, you're like Dave. It's a balancing act thing. Oh, it's a balancing thing. Oh. No, okay. it, no. You know what? It is a money thing. <laughs> like balancing, like money. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it is a balancing thing. Either check, way you look at check, it. Checkbook balancing your checkbook. <laughs> oh, is that something that? Zoomers know. Do Zoomers know what that is? But Zoomers know what a checkbook is. <laughs> they Fuck no. Know. I mean, they've definitely not used it. Right. Dude. The checkbook. All right. That's the only one I'm going to play from uh, this chart. Like I said, the other two that were available were Overnight Celebrity and One Call Away. Both I love, but this was a bigger. Felt like This felt like the right one to pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. I probably I, like... Overnight Celebrity as a song a little more. That song's really cool. I Mr. appreciate what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> um, well, I'll take it. Is it time for me to take over? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's mix it up um, with a new persona, David X. Uh, my Latin X persona, and I handle the, even though maybe they're a little too hot to handle, the uh, Latin hot charts. What is it called? I have to like, sorry, I was looking up the bon- the uh, U2 iPod, so I have to like. Yeah, I know, I know you are. I have You're to like back up, I have to back up my, uh, <laughs> my tabs. Yeah, the, the number one hot Latin tracks of 2004. So that's what I'm handling now. Although it's a little too hot, too caliente <laughs> handle, maybe. Um, I think I actually did pretty good this year. I, I selected dos canciones that are, I think, muy divertido. Um, and believe it, or, believe it or not, I think they stuck out amongst the pack. Because, yeah, many, many songs hit number one. I, I can't even, like, it was probably around 20 unique songs um but i decided to go with two that really caught um hold of my heart the first one being uh this song which once i heard like it was almost like the instantaneous thing like once i heard it once it began i had to i had i kept i kept kept like a thinking like now maybe I don't do this song but I don't know I I couldn't not after hearing this so here is Mas K to Amigo by an artist called Marco Antonio Solis and the English translation is more than your friend Addicted to that organ sound. Yeah. I love that. And then it goes into this. The horns. Me gusta tanto me enloquece Y no lo puedo ya ocultar 
So a little traditional, but a little new as well. Yeah. I like this sound too. What is that? <laughs> Sounds like a clarinet or something. This is a keyboard, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. It sounds really cool. I think it's, I think it's a, a trumpet, like a, like a, either a trumpet or like a clarinet. Yeah, it's like it's like in the background of the mix. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's like almost reminds me of like the clarinet or is it an oboe at the beginning of uh, Rhapsody in Blue? <laughs> like it just has that kind of sound, right? Or that Woody Allen clarinet, you know, yeah. jazz sound. Um, anyway, that was uh, fun. I like that sound like texturally that spoke to me. I love all the sounds in that song, and it's. Yeah, I said it's a little bit traditional, but has like a modern uh, bent to it. And it's most of the songs on the Latin pop chart are just more poppy. This one feels a little bit more, I don't know, authentic. Yeah. Uh, so that was a Mexican singer-songwriter named Marco uh, Antonio Solis. So that was fun. Now, I'm glad you played Tipsy, Dan, because my song is a little bit uh, one foot in the bar as well. <laughs> it's This next song is called Dame Otro Tequila. Give me another tequila. Assumed um, in shot form. I'm assuming that. Not like a bottle of tequila, but let's listen to it. It's by an artist named Paulina Rubio, and the album I love this album title, Paw oh. Factor. Brandon, like Pete, look up Paulina Rubio. That's, that's, I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Wait you, a minute. That is a. You, you know her? How do, I, how do I know this name? Unless I'm thinking of another name, it's maybe similar. <laughs> she had a big. I feel like she had a big hit. Maybe this. Should I play it? Or do you want to keep? Yeah, play it. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry, I I didn't know how how to wait to. <laughs> so you you found out how you knew her. Um, but maybe this is a song. Yeah, maybe this is a song that you guys know. Uh, Stame otro tequila. It starts off. Got it. One way. You know this one? No, I know the song. I know by her. In this era, and it's really good. So, kind of a fun blend of styles in this one. Starts off with that oh, yeah. spy sound. Now we're kind of in like a mariachi beach bum sound. And then goes into like a club anthem in the chorus. section has a different feel to it it's 
Sugar Ray kind of, you know, feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the guitar. So, yeah, I, it just stuck out to me. I thought it was kind of an interesting blend of styles and, sure. um, you know, that modern drum beat, but... Um, it takes you on a journey. It's like it starts one way and then it goes into another place and then it ends up in another place and go, you know then it returns. It's like you know, uh, your work, your home, and the third place, Starbucks. You know, like there's the three places that you frequent to. The song is. I like that. Um, although guys, no drinking and driving. I know you. We you asked for another tequila. So, oh man, <laughs> darn! Make sure you get a, an Uber or a friend to pick you up. But Paulina Rubio, what, what was the song that you knew? Don't say goodbye. Don't Do you know say goodbye. Yeah. From like O two. It's yeah. it's really sick, and it, apparently there's like an English and a Spanish version. At oh. the time, I don't I don't even think I knew she was like a big, you know, Latin artist. But this song was sick. It was like a big dance song. Like, I haven't thought yeah. this is like I haven't thought about this song re- in a long time. Me either. Yeah. But you That's said Paulina Rubio, and I was like, oh, wait, I know, as like, soon as me, I had the same yeah. reaction. Wow. I was like, wait, I know that yeah. name. <laughs> oh, so she had a crossover goodbye. album. It, it was cool. I remember it was. Maybe we should. I remember the video. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'll have to look That's, it up. I wonder if it was like a Disney Channel thing. Is that why I know it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I think it was just on MTV. Um. All right, oh, Brent. that was your second one. Yeah, right? Brandon, you're up. Oh, thank you, Dave, for that, and thank you for resurrecting a memory, a lost memory. <laughs> yeah, hey. Paulina Rubio. Um, Marco she Rubio. Was, she wanted then, to be unlocked. And, and also, thank you to. Uh, Mar- uh, Marcos Antonio Antonios Solis is yeah. that the name? And you put them together, and you get Marco Rubio, Marco one of the Rubio. greatest, uh, uh, the greatest <laughs> politicians we've ever had in this country. One of the greatest musicians. <laughs> um. Uh. Well, we're gonna make this quick because this is the most fun. Uh, yes. Second on the show, the Christian chart. Yes. And, now uh, your past me... albums. Now you're on songs. Now, right? Is that yeah? And okay. this sucked. This sucked. There was <laughs> no <laughs> way. I don't believe Brandon you. Loves this. Don't let him fool you. Yeah. It was just. It was just going back and forth between Newsboys and Mercy Me again, over and over. It was just like. Um, All great stuff, and Michael W. <laughs> Smith probably, and Michael W. Smith, I'm sure so, no, is there. I, he's he still down. lingering. Looks like, looks like he's not uh, anywhere he, to be found. He's right resurrected. Now. He'll be resurrected every year. Um, yeah. The, so these all. Uh, this was not fun this time. Uh, so I, I, the, my oh, you, selection. You normally have fun. You <laughs> yeah. normally have fun. <laughs> you got to come to this with a sense of humor, Brandon. What can't come in, you know, of course it sucks. That's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what uh, Brandon's saying. There's like also suck, you suck, dread, which is you like, dread. it's not funny. Like, and I'm sure there's was, so much of that. Yeah. I was looking forward to last year when it became like three songs and I was like, okay, this is the, <laughs> the, the perfect amount of like, 
funny, but then it's like 11 songs. It's just way too many. Uh, <laughs> Torture. Um, but uh, I, I got to type this in because I don't do this on uh, uh, he, refu- he refuses to play it on his main <laughs> account for the algorithm. That's so good. Wow. Um, so I, I think it's cowardly. With, uh, this band, Newsboys. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right, spreading the news. The good yeah, news. I, I I love that name. It's amazing. Yeah, they are from Australia. Ooh, they I didn't know there were Christians a, over there. Yeah, they have. Uh, they were founded in Mululaba. Mululaba, M O O L O O. Um, kind of a diverse group here. So, like, they're they're Australian. They have a black singer. Um. Uh, so uh, different from your typical Christian rock band of just all uh, white guys that could have been in American Pie or something. Uh, this is what they all look like at that time. Uh, so here is uh, Newsboys with... Newsboys. I can't do Australia. Newsboys with... I can't do Australia. I just clicked the wrong song again. Uh, you Are My King. Yes, you are my king. Down under. Down down, <laughs> down under. I'm forgiven. I love all the moments where Dan almost convinces himself that he likes it, like I when he reacts. I'm accepting you were Amazing so far. I like the accent. Dan's take is like if this was like Darren from Savage Garden, he would love it. <laughs> you were the Savage Garden guy. And then it then it then it gets huh. real worse, yeah. Yeah. Holding holding an acoustic Wait, up here. Did you hear that? No. Huh. <laughs> it's kinda good. It's so weird that it comes out of nowhere. Like Britney Spears. Yeah, no, that's that's unbearable. No, I, I that <laughs> that's, that's well, it's it's not even funny. I'm sorry, Brandon. It's not funny. <laughs> no, it's, it's not funny. No, no, it's not. It's, not. it's, it's not. very it's seriously bad. bad. It's bad. It's bad. Somebody, you know what? Somebody you know holding crazy? an acoustic up here is funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. Um, news. So many of these songs are about the resurrection. Like, do they like? There's other shit that happened. I know. Like, every single one is about like he boring. came back. That's the main <laughs> message, though. That's the main belief. Yeah, but do like him flipping the tables or him like yeah, hanging that's, out that's with that's prostitutes. Normal stuff. You don't. That stuff that 
is easily believable. You got to convey the stuff that's <laughs> difficult to believe. That's right. That's the oh, whole thing. God. You got to push it. Resurrected. Got to push the nonsense. You got to push it. I do like looking up newsboys on their Wikipedia. There's some interesting things going on in their history. Um, one, they originally were called the news, but changed it to newsboys to pre- to prevent confusion with. Huey Lewis in the news classic and uh, their album from 1990 is called Hell is for Wimps (laughs) (laughs) oh my god wait that's that's sick yeah that sounds good Hell is for pussies (laughs) Hell is for Wimps oh my god wow yeah you're right good idea so Maybe they sold out at this point, but they started out in a cooler place. 1994, wow. going public. <laughs> hmm. IPO. Is it just that? Is it just that one, Brandon? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, and they've also. This is kind of interesting. They've appeared in the films "God's Not Dead," "God's Not Dead 2. God's not dead colon a light and darkness it looks like they've changed lead singers multiple times yeah too. they have different eras yeah that's insane <laughs> they have three eras of newsboys the John James era the Peter Furler Furler era and the Michael Tate era they're the, like the genesis <laughs> Yeah. They're the genesis of uh, Christian rock. Wow. That's more fitting, too. They should be called Genesis. They should be called Genesis. Wait, Dave, someone's name is Fuhrer? <laughs> I can't say his name. Furler? Peter Furler. Someone's name is the Fuhrer. <laughs> <It's> Fuhrer. <laughs> the Fuhrer. <laughs> they have a, that middle like era is questionable. <laughs> yeah. Come on. And there's For an album war. called... <laughs> yeah. There's an album called Love, Liberty, Disco. From 1999. So don't count them out just based on this song. There's some interesting things going on. God, I one of my I think one of my niche things is going to be because I've been excited by this a couple of times. The bands that specifically get the timeline section on their Wikipedia page where it's like color coded and yeah. drawn out <laughs> of all the different members. Yeah. And like I love how like some bands don't have it. And then it's just like news newsboys that are fucking 15 people deep over 20 years my god (laughs) there's so many yeah wow holy shit one guy one guy was in it i like when it's like oh they were playing just bass and now like oh they added vocals (laughs) 10 years into their career like the dedicated devoted fan base man it's really updating their wiki i wish somebody would update our wiki (laughs) There's there's even one where Peter Furler like Furner. he starts as drums and vocals, but drums is the dominant color, right. and then it switches to being vocals and drums with the vocals being the dominant color. This is insane. I love this. This, this is on the Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this a couple of times and been amazed at the level of band that like gets this attention, and uh, it's uh, really amusing to me. I don't think I've Did ever you see. Hold on. I gotta pull this up now. Do you see the I name? I bet you yes has one. The name of the bass player from '94 to 2006. <laughs> Phil Joel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
oh sorry, he came back in 2018. Oh until wow, that's 2021. Yeah. Wait, where do you see this like chart you're talking? Oh, the the timeline. Okay, wait. <laughs> oh, this is sick. <laughs> yeah, listeners, do yourself a favor. Go to the Newsboys <laughs> Wikipedia. It is a very well organized page. <laughs> it really is. It's a, a lot of dedication. This is such a great Wikipedia page. It's excellent. There's so much information. You have the the International Angel yeah. Awards. We have the Dove Award. Like this is the the disc, way the discography is broken down. This is <laughs> different eras. I've yeah, never seen yeah. that. I've never seen. I know. Like, three this different is eras. Amazing. <laughs> Major tours? Like, how sick would that be on, like, Janet's oh page? I wish so bad that we would just get paid to do this for our own podcast. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so awesome to have a layout like this. I know. I know. It's uh, great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> now you know why I was like, holy shit, this is great. All right. Well, we good. We got a lot of news. Wait, do you see this? Then. Jeff, we believe the God's. Hold on. <laughs> the guy's name is Jeff Frankenstein. There's a guy's name is Jeff Frankenstein. <laughs> Wait, do you see this tour name? We believe God's not dead. Tour. <laughs> 2015. <laughs> That's after God's not Wait, dead. Tour. It's Dan's, a different tour. God. Dan, Dan's right. His name is Jeff Frankenstein. Keyboards. The guy on keyboards. His name is Jeff <laughs> oh. Frankenstein. That's a cool name. That's not even like a stage name. It's just his name. This is Jeff Frankenstein. <laughs> wow. See, Brandon, this is you. You've yeah, uncovered the was, best part of the show. Yeah, this was worth it. <laughs> you got to do the. You got to do the homework. You got to do the research. Now I love that. Now you're just on the page. Yeah, We're all on the page. Tour. We're three of us are on the page. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The Jesus the Free episode. The Jesus Free Cruise. They did something called the Jesus Free Cruise. <laughs> wait, does that mean wait? Oh wow. Like a, like, like a cruise and they would perform on it. The Jesus Free Cruise. <laughs> but is it Jesus free? Like he this is where you can get down? Like you're like No, he's, it's Jesus Oh, maybe. It's Jesus Freak. So I wonder if it, like they do get freaky. Maybe they do. Oh, Jesus Freak. I th- yeah. I thought you said free. Oh. That's why I was like, oh, this cruise is Jesus Free. No, no Freak. Can, uh, Jesus Freak. Freak. And, wow. There's an artist called John Christ. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> oh, I'm I'll, happy to report. I'm happy to report that, yes, not, not only has an incredible timeline section. There is a secondary timeline section for just touring members. <laughs> so I'll be spending Whoa. some time with that tonight. <laughs> Whoa. So much to unpack with this group. They toured with an artist called Toby Mac. Oh, Toby Mac. Yeah, we know them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was great. So uh, wait, uh, wait, that was the John James era. <laughs> like the, the way they lay out yeah. the eras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Tate, isn't that like the name of a guy in the monkeys? <laughs> no. Michael Tate? <laughs> Michael, the guy from the monkeys is now singing the... for. No, I know it's boys. not the guy, but doesn't a guy in the monkeys have like a similar name? Um, no, Something Tate? No, maybe maybe not. Peter Tork? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Peter Tork. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, man. It's a great page. <laughs> Great page, just one page. Just, just this page should be in the Bible. 
Let's take this page. <laughs> Peter Fuhrer. Peter the Fuhrer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, what do you got? All right. Oh, man, I can't top that. I'll tell you that. Definitely not. Um, all right. And also, whenever Brandon starts talking about this and plays these songs, it makes me think of uh, Righteous Gemstones. That's so funny. That show is so funny. Dave, do you watch it? My dad was watching it the other other day and was laughing his ass off. It's great. You should you should watch it. It's like genuinely very funny. It's very good. Um, all right. Yeah, I'll watch it with my dad. <laughs> all right. It is... Danny's international chart selection for 2004. We're here. This is where I cover songs that are hitting number one elsewhere. And hey. global smash hits. Maybe we'll see uh, Newsboys again at the top of the Australian charts. Hey, we could. <laughs> okay. Hey. So, yeah, my normal process here is I normally go to the UK. I take a peek at the UK. Pretty good representation. If songs are big there, they're going to be big globally. Usually. Not every song. Sometimes there's like British specific shit, honestly, that's like not that good. It's like only hitting number one in the UK. That happens mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I'll go to Canada for fun. See what kind of pathetic losers are there. <laughs> but like great stuff, but like pathetic. Pathetic great, which is like a category that, you know, we love here on Denver Presents. <laughs> <laughs> um this okay, so this first song I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play two songs, and that's my five for uh, for my three charts because I only did one of the rap songs this year. Um, this first song I'm gonna play, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but because it's an American artist, okay. But this song is a smash hit globally and not as big of a hit in the U.S. Like peak charting, Hot 100 is number sixteen. Um, it's on the U.S. R&B and hip hop songs up to 37, mainstream top 40, number nine. So U.S. it just wasn't that big of a hit. But the song hit number one in Australia, Austria, Belgium, Croatia, Czech Republic, Denmark, Europe. There's just a Europe chart. <laughs> uh, it's called the Euro Chart Hot 100. We should do that. Um, Germany, Ireland, Italy. Netherlands, New Whoa. Zealand, Norway, Scotland, Sweden, Switzerland, UK singles. Holy moly. For whatever reason, not as big in the US, but it's a song I remembered well and a song we all should know and a funny song, kind of gimmicky, kind of hilarious at this hit number one. Dave, you remember this thing? This is uh, Amon. Fuck it, I don't want you back. Right. Remember this? Yeah. I haven't thought about this in a long time. Whoa. It's funny, this is such a big song elsewhere. I gotta get to the chorus. Right. Amazing. What a chorus. 
like I'm so happy for this dude that this song blew up globally because he's clearly hates this chick and whatever she did to him and he just I guess just wrote this hates <laughs> his lyrics yeah lyrics are so good and just so there's no nuance it's just fuck you like, like yeah <laughs> I don't want you back I read Amon is just a dude from Staten Island this is just a Staten Island guy oh, this is what he looks like right yeah he's just a Staten Island dude he looks like a Staten Island guy uh, song oh came out God. November 03, but it charted in 04. Apparently, this song is a style called Ho-Wop, like an R&B hmm. hip-hop fusion called Ho-Wop. I do he might have made that up. He might have made that up. <laughs> okay. Damn. Yeah, remember that song? I haven't thought about that song in so long. I know, that is I know. In- Wow. I was so that, pumped when I saw this. I was like, oh my God, this shit. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> well, it's so funny. <laughs> I know. It's so it's funny. Great. But also, like, that was like maybe one of the first songs wh- where, like, fuck is in the title and the song got big, but like, yeah. You know, like, it'd be playing on the radio, but it, there'd be the edited version, but you knew, like, they said fuck. Right. Like the, the CeeLo Green song. Right. Of yeah. course. But then the Tonight I'm Fucking You. Right. Or uh, the Akon song. Uh, I want to fuck you. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. No. Um, all great examples. This one, I don't know that there was like a clean version that had words. I think they just. It was just, just like, beeped it out. You, you. It was uh, you, you. Uh, like, it was just like nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right. I, I right. think. Right. I think it was just that. I, I think you're right. Yeah. That was maybe my memory of it too. It was, but you, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Because this was on the radio for sure. Like, what a song yeah. to be out there. And like I said, I mean, I wanted to cover on this chart because it's huge everywhere else. It's like a big global session of this loser from Staten Island. <laughs> I like that. A- um, <laughs> Yeah. I like that. Uh, what was Oh, he says like. It didn't mean Jack. Like that's the one time he doesn't say a curse word. Yeah, or he could right. have because he wanted to. Because he wanted to rhyme it with "I don't want you back." Right, it didn't mean Jack. Great. <laughs> um, and then if you remember, there was like a response song. Yeah, called I'm "Fuck You at Right that. Back." Fuck you right yeah. back. Which with wasn't Frankie. as big by Frankie. And I read about it, and that was just like a money grab. It wasn't a real thing. He didn't know who mm-hmm. this woman was. He didn't like. It wasn't his girlfriend. This was just like a. She tried to jump on this. Good idea, honestly. Like you know, yeah. like a response song, that also hit number one in the UK. That response song, I don't think it wasn't as big of a deal. I remember when it came out though. It was called F U R B. Fuck you right back, Frank, female <laughs> singer. So so there's that one. Um, yeah, you really think Damn, like inter- I love inter- international? What do you think of that song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this song also hit number one. Elsewhere, not in the U.S. Um, this other one I'm going to play, and it has a great sample. This song I'm going to play by a Swedish artist, Swedish DJ producer, but never hit number one. It's a dance song, never hit number one in the U.S., not even on the dance chart. 
Hit number one, UK dance, UK singles, Sweden, Scotland, Norway, Ireland dance, regular Ireland, <laughs> uh, Germany, France, Europe, Austria, Australian dance. Yeah, this is another big global hit. We know, we all know this one. Oh yeah, classic. What a great song. Great sample, too. You guys know the sample? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve Winwood. I, br- I brought this up recently. Right. When I said, we don't talk about that Steve Winwood song. I didn't know the Steve Winwood song until I heard this song. Like, I like. Same. Just Call on Me by Eric Prids. Prides. Um, Swedish DJ and producer. Came out September 04. The whole song is mostly just this. <laughs> but really fun. Yeah. Always enjoyed this one. And uh, let's play the sample Valerie by Steve Winwood. Hey, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, this is a sample. <laughs> Not yet, though. It's just the chorus. This is great. He's good. I want to listen. I want to listen to the chorus. I want to listen to more of his stuff. I like. I always like. This is Valerie. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Remastered. I remember this, ver- re- this verse. Re- remastered. It sounds a little better. This <laughs> sounds a little bit better. A little fresher. Almost pre-chorus. I love this. He's Australian, right? He's British. British. Why did I think he was Australian? There it is. Great song. Really good song. Yeah. Not just the chorus. The whole thing is great. Yeah, the whole thing is cool. It's this is a cool really song. Good. Yeah, um, that's one of the best samples. That's that's really good. That brings me back to when we were talking about the uh, the eighties. Um, <laughs> no, the uh, the oh. other the the dance sample I'm obsessed with, Peter Cetera. Oh, that was great. It's one of the best ones. That's one of my favorite. The Chicago samples. one, right? Period. The Chicago, yeah, the Chicago yeah. song. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah. into my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, right? Right. Yeah. That's. Brings me back to that kind of similar era sample style, ish. But not uh, really, yeah. but sure. Is it? Am I way off? How, uh, no, you're not that way off. No, you're fine. What Valerie is? What eighty? What Dave? I just looked it up. It says it's eighty-two. And then when is that Chicago song? Which seventy-seven? Oh, so the song was originally from eighty-two, and then the remix that I think was a hit was eighty-seven. Of Valerie? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Wow. I, I just played the remastered 2010 version of Valerie. Yeah, I wonder which version is that. Uh anyway, I don't, I don't know when I don't know when the Chicago song is from. I think it's the seventies though, right? Yeah, I would guess late seventies. Could be wrong. I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, those are the two. Those are my international chart selections. You want to see heat? That that was probably my favorite uh, chart this year. Actually, it's usually the dance charts is my favorite. That one was my favorite because we got to go to Amon. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Nothing but hits right now. Yeah. And then and then this Eric Pride's thing, which brought me to Valerie, which yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, you want me to do Heat Seekers now? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You got the aux. Wow. Dude, remember? <laughs> um, okay. Got the aux. Okay. So we rotate the uh, Heat Seekers albums chart between the three of us. It's my turn. Danny's turn. Hey, oh, because the first year we did it was 01. I don't think we did it in 2000, right? Is that what happened? Um. Wait, should it be me? <laughs> no. No. Because this is technically the fifth year. Oh, okay, so it should be. Oh, wait, no, so it would be me. What am I saying? Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm dumb. Sorry. <laughs> yep. No, we've done it every year. Um. So yeah. So the last time I did it was 01. So now I'm doing it now for 04. Okay. So the Heat Seekers chart are these are artists that haven't gotten into the Hot 100 yet. Pretty much. That's kind of what it, it's a little more specific than that. But they're they're trying to get there, into the Hot 100, and we cover specifically the Heat Seekers albums chart, which you know they're budding, they're almost there. I think that's, in so many words, that's kind of what this chart is. So up and coming, or like been around for a bit and just kind of stay like you know it's it's a mix of different things. It's it's all different genres. It's an interesting chart, and we we're not paying the Billboard premium price for the songs chart because it's too expensive. So the albums chart is free. So no, we no just problem. go through these different albums and then pick you know whatever <coughs> songs you. I just pick whatever has the most streams or you know seems like the you know the hit from the album. I just listen to that. It's a lot of stuff. So here's some things that I listened to and mostly skipped over. A lot of it I was so whatever on, like um, Snow Patrol was this year. Oh, that thing. Yeah. That's 04. Didn't care at all about that. Keen also didn't give a shit about that either. <sighs> um, I like that song. The big Keen song. It felt like very like the OC or something. Like, I, I, I don't know. Um, something about it I don't like. There's, I like um, the I like like is it any wonder like that they had another one that was good. There was somewhere uh, only we know right. That's a big song. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the song I listened to. Yeah, yes. Um, there's also there was some hardcore metal band. I don't remember the name. I was gonna play that because it's just a very different thing for us to play on the show. It was like really intense like, metal, uh, hardcore don't, sex. I don't remember the name of the band. Um, lots of Christian stuff. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, some Latin stuff. Hey, the runner up for me that I was leaning toward playing, but then I found something else was scissor sisters. That's some fun. Oh stuff. yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had some fun songs. Yeah. Like there, there's like the one really big song on take, this album. Take your mama out. Yeah. yeah the, yes. <coughs> Who's going to play that? That's fine. Um, they have the, the pink Floyd cover as well. That's, that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, dem franchise boys show up here. Dave, Dem Franchise Boys, they oh, blow up. Yeah. They Wait, blow up in 06. I didn't cover it because they're going to blow up in 06. I'm sure they'll be on the rapid hip hop trip. That's, oh, I think they like me. Oh, I think they oh, like me. That's that. Yes. Um, Damn. That album's 06, though. Their first album showed up on this chart, which is like basically 
all the same songs that we know by them, they're remixed and done better, like with Jermaine Dupri in, t- in 2006. Mm. They're he kind got their of demo on, tape. In, in, okay. Right. 04 is more the demo, and it's on this show, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm going to play that. There's also this butt rock band that had a song we covered on the show. The so- Not the band Cold. There's a song called Cold. It was like, how can you be so cold? We definitely talked about it on the show. I cannot I remember. Never the... meant to be so cold. Yes, that's it. That... What I really meant to say, <laughs> right? Is it? Yeah. Is it Crossfade? Crossfade. Crossfade. That okay. was on this Heat Seekers album chart like the last two months of the year. It was huge. I, yeah, uh, I remember that song very well. Okay. So those are some of the stuff I remember uh, listening to. But I decided to go with this. I don't even like it that much. I thought it would be maybe interesting to listen to and talk about. It's Robert Downey Jr.'s album from 2004. <laughs> oh. Okay. I I feel like we talked about this at some point. I was like, it was, it's called The Futurist, the album. Um, and the song that had the most streams is called Man Like Me. It's his uh, debut studio album. I thought it would be an interesting thing to kind of listen to. So let's play that. Man. I kind of remember this now. Is it piano um, instrumental? <laughs> no, he sings. This is not I've been dreaming of forever. The mirror takes a look at my face. They have Matthews. I'll never set in that rat hole again, but I'll drive to Sounds like a couple different things. Or Peter Gabriel a little bit. A spit ground bull is a back out of the back door and the twenties roll around in my hand. It's funny now when I don't show up on Monday. They're gone up sandy, their hats wear. Bruce, little Bruce for a second. What? What's this voice? She says song? throwing life away to move with a man like me. She's not blind, she just don't have a mind to see. What? This is a habit I'm breaking now forever. I'm weary from trying to shake it. So when I ask if you won't give me your hand, I take it right now from your mother's <laughs> side of town. <laughs> At least it's interesting. It is. Oh, it, right? is it is very interesting. Yeah. It's confounding, but interesting. It's so confusing, like structurally, that it makes me feel like I have to like listen to it to actually know if it's ridiculously insane or like pretty like impressively good. Like I, I just can't really comprehend what's happening. Ooh, little there's some crystal like, jazz. Weird, there's some interesting stuff going on, and again, I can't tell if it's like. I, I don't know. 
just move with a man like now okay you know what i think i get it i think i get it D dave he's a future if you click if you he's click the on the the album right on wikipedia mm -hmm. the album art looks like todd rundgren doesn't it yeah, I can see that. The, it looks like that blue album, right? And then there's a song that he that written by John Anderson on here. So I was just gonna say this is produced. Like doing, yes. He's doing like a Todd Rundgren-y, yes, like that, like progressive pop. Like I think that's what he, but like blues too. Mm. Like it, but it's I, funny because like what, what it sounded like is like at times like Bruce. Yeah. And then, like, it's weird because, like, every time he sang, it almost like he was doing. It almost sounded like he was doing a different voice. Voice, like every other yes. line, like he switched. It's weird. Like he was like, "All right, right here for this line, I want to sound like Dave Matthews." But then this next one, I'm going for Bruce. It was very, very weird. And then there was like Aerosmith harmonies. Yeah, there's just so much stuff going on that I'm like, I feel like I gotta actually like listen to this to, and like give it a give it a real shot because like confounding is the right word, Dave. It's so it's bizarre. It's, I mean, I it's not get bad. It's just weird. No, yeah, I, he, I definitely. He does think a couple. Was a, he does. He does a couple covers uh, on this album. This one had by far the most streams. Man like me. But yeah, I um, I was oh. taken aback. I was taken aback by this when I played it. I was like, okay, yeah, I got to bring this. I got to bring this to to the yeah, show. That's a to good, these that's guys. A good call. That's um, a good call. Yeah, I kind of remember that Dan, but like maybe I remember seeing the video once. I don't. It wasn't a big song. Right. He does a cover of Smile. I think it's oh Charlie think Chaplin. It's, I think Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. Yeah, he, he does. He right. played him. Like on the artist credits, it says Charlie Chaplin and Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, is it like one of the uh, like oh, Natalie does, Cole, Nat Nat uh, Nat King Cole thing? It is your move. Oh, okay, John Anderson. He does the cover. He <clears> does. <throat> it's a medley of the beginning of the Yes song. What's the chess board Yes song? What's the chess game Yes song? The uh, I've seen all good people. All good I've seen people. All good. Oh, so, right. That's like the first part of that song. Yeah. So yeah. he does the first part. Of, I, haven't, I didn't listen to it, but I was reading about it. It's the first part of that song, and then he does Give Peace a Chance, you know, John Lennon. So he does some covers. Um, but yeah, interesting. Robert Downey Jr., who knew? Right? He's the futurist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. 2004. Um Album produced by Jonathan Elias and Mark Hudson. Um, kind of just want to play some more of this, but not right now. So yeah, that's uh, Heat Seekers albums chart. Robert Downey seeking heat, and he finds it. He's Iron Man in a few years. <laughs> Weird. I'm glad he put that. Uh we brought that up because yeah, a lot of these like who knew 2004 the 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 year of like these forgotten uh things from our past like i i like this episode it's unlocking a lot of like <laughs> forgotten memories yeah all Home right with a man like me well <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate to say it, that's definitely not going to be the vibe of this last chart we're going to do where I morph into, I'm growing. <laughs> my growing pain, sorry, sorry about that. That's my, um, is my alias grown cologne. Um, and there's, there's perhaps like an unsettling Judeo-Christian undertone that's running through the adult contemporary chart this year. Mm. Uh, including the two songs I landed on as my official selections. So I'll get to the, to the selections first, and then I'll discuss the other songs that hit number one. Um, first, okay, this first one, um, and I, I'm going into this saying, like, I it's almost an apology that I have to play these songs, but... They just felt like too um, important to what we do on this program. Um, this first song is this. I need a sign. Let me know you're here. It feels necessary for the t- uh, story we like to tell on the show. <laughs> Train. No. Oh my God. <laughs> calling all angels. Uh, this is what adult becomes. Damn it. This is what it's become. Yeah. What happened to us as a country? 9-11 happened. 9-11 did this. Yeah. (laughs) 9-11 brought me here. Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off, please. Please. <laughs> please. Come on. No more. So Train. Now, it's funny that they're called Train because they are kind of like this interesting transition band, right? Like transportation they're bringing us, they're bridging the gap. Perfect band to shepherd us in from the late 90s college college rock sound, like Matchbox 20, shit like that, um, to the early 2000s lame singer-songwriter confessional vibe. So they're kind, I, I think they kind of straddle, Brennan, like those two sides of the... Of the the pop landscape and um yeah i mean listen they get much much worse this is really not that bad compared to I was where just, it goes i was gonna say so that, I, that was the that was the main thing i was gonna say the other thing that i think this band represents eventually is like the 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 the, the shamelessness right uh, like the uh, of just like trying to adapt and not really mm-hmm. caring about what they maybe initially Who gives cared a fuck. For. Yeah, yeah like, like I don't know if like they, they, they didn't out. stick to their guns like maybe other bands that like were like you know what this is our lane we're sticking to it no. they they kept going cuz like I I do not like that song. 
I defend Drops of Jupiter more. I think it, it, it's annoying, <laughs> but it, I do think it's a good song. But it's, well, this is but, a good song too, like kind of. Yeah, but this one is a lot more insufferable to me. But y- yes, it is like if the, if it, if it was maybe the subject matter was different. Yeah, that's a well produced song. Like that's the thing too is like they were like a talented group, and then yeah, what they become is just like like thinking about Drive By and Hey Soul Sister. That that is like the it's like the worst of the worst. Yeah, it's like the shameless sellout, and they're not like this most like. It's not like they ever were a good band, so it's not like we'll that be doing a side series. Hard we'll, to... be, we'll be doing a mini series devoted to all that bad shit. I think we have. But to. But listen, they did it to survive, and there was a whole like probably decade, maybe fifteen years, where they had no hits, and then they came back out of nowhere with like four or five hits. Who yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if it's that many, but it's like it's it's more than one. It's like kind of weird that they just kind of came back. Yeah, late period train. Um, but I thought, yeah, this is where we are now with adult contemporary. There's no Bolton. Oh, damn. There's no Collins. There's yeah, we no don't even, G. Yeah, but we don't need Celine Bolton, damn, Kenny you know G. We had good stuff like not that long ago. Like, yeah, but there, there was it's something good. We had Dido. Yeah. We had Dido. We had Enya yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. We had some good stuff. It, you know what, Dave, <coughs> what's interesting is that the, the move happened fast because this is 2003, this album with Calling All Angels. Yeah. And, and Drive-By is in 2009. Like, I, for some reason, oh, I thought it was really? like a, a lot like bigger of a gap. Yeah, I, I said 15 years. It's only six no. years. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what you were talking about when you said 15. I was like, there's no... It felt I was thinking longer. to myself, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> it felt much longer. <laughs> it feels like more like the Jason Mar- like it, the Jason Mraz era, where it was a little bit later, maybe. You, but they... It's you actually, thought they those train songs that. came out three years ago? Or like four, four years ago <laughs> yeah no they i was didn't. thinking like 2015 maybe yeah that's that's, that's kind of what i was thinking but too. i guess no i guess that's, it's 2009 oh my god that's yeah, crazy drive by is 2012 wait soul sister is 2009 yeah oh. really yeah Damn. i actually would have i would have guessed a little later for that song too to be fair maybe yeah, didn't yeah. uh yeah. What about the one that they they do like a, a classical piece or they like interpolate heart and soul maybe I forget. Oh yeah, what is that one? They have a lot of crap. Like they have. A this lot is of not crap. that bad, Dan. This yeah. is really not that bad at all. It's it's bad. If Robert Downey Jr. sang this, it would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't disagree there. Can't, can't disagree there. I mean. I, Robert Downey Jr. is actually like a ge- like a genius. So we learned today. Uh, so that's the first Judeo-Christian undertone song, "Angels." Uh, the next one. Now, play it. I don't know, but Dan, I'm not doing what you thought I would do. Oh damn! And it's I I I have to apologize <laughs> off the bat. I don't want to do this. Okay. But I'm playing this in protest. Um, I don't like the song really, and I don't. I'm on the record trashing this artist that sings a song. So, oh, is this something like being branded? Like the only reason <laughs> I'm playing this is because of what it, <laughs> of where it's from. Oh, 
Um, this is this isn't easy for me, but I felt like I had to. This is Believe by Groban. Oh my God, DreamWorks baby. <laughs> Oh my god. From the Polar Express, which Brandon did not include in his top 10 of the year. Weird. <laughs> and he just did a cursory like mention of the film despite its artistic storytelling and technical achievements. Just mentioned it, didn't spend any time on it. And now this is our time to... <laughs> Wait, this was a new song for Polar Express? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like something from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> <laughs> Never oh, mind. yeah, Johnny Depp has a writing credit. You know what's funny is there's a drummer on this song. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can hear it. You know, I know this song. I don't, I don't think, think that's I a real drum set. I don't think I knew this was from Polar Express. I know this song. So, I mean, the only part of the song I like is this part. The Yeah, I, like I, I don't like the... I don't like the Groban part, but it's the only thing. It's the only kind of like wrong move they make with that movie. Really, is like having <laughs> Groban sing the, the song. Uh, but yeah, written by Glenn Ballard and Alan Silvestri. Oh, back to Back to the Future. So makes sense. Zemeckis guy. Right. Um, Glenn Bla- Ballard. Written. He's a, yeah. He's a Zemeckis guy too. Um, just kidding. He did Man in, Man in the Mirror. He did Jack Wagner, Sheena Easton, Aerosmith. Um, but yeah, the only reason why I played that was because of the Polar Express uh, <laughs> erasure. Um, on the last, or not the last episode, but two episodes ago. Um, and uh. I wish I wish that the hot chocolate song uh <laughs> I wish that uh charted so I can talk about that instead. Much better track. But this is what we got. So what I didn't play, which we talked about off air, Dan, was I feel guilty not playing it. Should have played it. Heaven by Los Los Lonely Boys. Uh, ha- absolutely should have played that <laughs> instead. Another Christian leaning song. Right? As far as hell. I mean, it's kind. Of, I kind of hate that song, but it's also it's funnier funny to me. though. It's yeah. funnier though. Yeah. <laughs> you should have played that instead of fucking train. To be honest with you, I mean. Yeah, maybe. Hey, but also that's not all. We also had "You Raise Me Up" by Josh Groban, which is like a church classic. And oh, that was this year. Wow. From our, from our school, massive in song. high school. Like that was like the one of the main songs that was in church a lot. Um, I want to give Groban just a little shout out for uh, Sweeney Todd. Uh, The the cast recording came out from this current uh, Broadway run, and and he's really good at it. And he was really good in The Great Comet of 1812 as well. I feel like he's he's better at everything other than the main thing he does. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a likable person. I I just I can't get into the voice. No, the music. Yeah, that. Well, it's, but, it's, 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 but like yeah. when he sings like the like Sweeney Todd and the other stuff, it's so much better. It's like he like is like stuck in this like. All right, this is my life as Josh Groban, the like mm. <laughs> adult contemporary singer. But like, I like comedy and want to do Broadway, and he can like yeah. sing, you know, a lot different than that. Well, yeah, if he um, changes up the voice, maybe I'll, I'll, I can appreciate it. But check out Sweeney Todd; it's good. Um, He's uh, so yeah. Um, Andy's brother on The Office. It's very funny. Yeah, it, it is a very, it's a very funny role by him. Yeah. Also, sending you a little Christmas by Jim Brickman and. Uh, Christy Starling, hit number one. Drift Away by Uncle Cracker and Dobie Gray's Back. Yes. <laughs> Cheryl Crow, First Cut is the Deepest. That was oh. a big song. Cover of Cat uh, Stevens. Mm-hmm. And then a song that I was like also thinking I should play for the humor factor. Maybe it's funnier than the train song. I, I regret everything I have done here. Um, 100 <laughs> Years by Five for Fighting. Oh. 16 Oh man, really, really, really bad. Yeah, sixteen. That's that's worse. That's more unbearable than the train trip. It is right. Yeah. Is it funnier? It's hard to tell. I don't know. Um, (laughs) but yeah, five for fighting. So they had two hits at least, because that they also had Superman. It's not easy. Right. This is their follow-up hit. It's not easy. To be me. I, I know we're not there yet, but this is just making me think of the fray, and that's that may be my least favorite out of all of them. Dude, this fray, is, dude, this is that area. That What's falls fray? Into this, the this... fray was um, oh, cable yeah. car and uh, how to save a life. Yeah. Oh, yes. You think it's, it's worse? R- it's right there. I think because it's, it's so, little, it's like it it's not even better. like funny. I think it's just like like the lamest. The stuff. fray is it, almost like keen to me <laughs> yeah that keen song reminded me of the fray yeah um 100 years is like a little bit silly yeah i mean it's like a little bit sillier so it's more entertaining while the phrase is like not the worst thing you've heard it's just like i don't know it's not a great direction we're going in no um maybe the rest of this decade just sucks <laughs> <laughs> i just don't remember maybe the rest of it is all bad no i don't know no, I think there's, we'll, we'll, there's gonna be good and bad. Hip hop will yeah. save us. Yeah, yeah. Hip hop will save some, us. Yeah, exactly. But Hopefully. that's it. That's it for us. That yeah. was all the bonus stuff we we can bear to talk about. Um. So a lot of fun memories came flooding back. Look at that. <laughs> so did you like doing this more than the board bills regular? Dan, I, I mean, yeah, I, I I usually do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy I enjoy this show. It's a little bit looser, a little, uh, that. You know why? Because it's not needed. It's bonus. We don't need to bonus. do it. We just do it for fun. We need to do the board bills. Right. <laughs> right. This is for us. Board bills is for the people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, thanks for checking out. Board Bills, Billboard, Board Bills, 2004. Uh, we'll be back um, soon with some 2005 content. The, not really the midway point, but like kind of the midway point of the decade. Um, 
Well, this is a midway point, right? Like the transition like from 04 to 05. 04 to 05, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> It's the um, mid. It's 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 a mid point. Mid point. It's very mid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so signing off. I am presenter Brandon. See you. Uh, in the mid. Uh, presenter Danny. Presenter number two, aka the futurist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, I'm gonna listen to that album. I think <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Should we do an albums of that album? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Break it down. We'll just be like confused the whole time. It's confusing. Uh, listen. Yeah. So I am presenter number three, Dave Cologne. Uh, thanks for joining us on the boniness. Does, does that work? Boy, joining us on boiness. Join <laughs> us on boiness, Bills. That's good. Or uh, yeah, that would be good for like maybe like uh, advertisements for this show. Join us on Boyness, two thousand four. But uh, <laughs> you already did join us, so thank you for that. And uh, next week is something special because it's our anniversary show. I think. <laughs> yeah, we should be able to record it. <laughs> yeah, if not, who knows what comes? Who out knows? Next week. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, until then. If not, it's our Futurist uh, Albums show. Yeah. <laughs> it's either the anniversary show or we review the Futurist album. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ta-ta. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.